Welcome to Unapologetically Bold, I'm Not Sorry For. Are you tired of apologizing for being you? You know, the human part of you that sometimes feels like it has to be different at homework or play. The human side that just wants to be hot. They want to be humble, open, and transparent about your wants, desires, and even your uniqueness. If you answered yes, this is a podcast for you. Join me as I dive into conversations with guests about what they are not sorry for in a creative and loving way. Let's get started. Thank you so much for joining us today as I'm speaking with Dr. Carrie, and I'm so blessed to have you because our souls speak to each other and our hearts speak to each other. And so I'm excited for people to see this conversation and, and how we apologize for so many things in life. It's like, dang it. Why do we keep apologizing for these things that are just human, your humanity? I do want to ask people to please continue to like, subscribe and share as we spread this message. And the message is for people to learn how to be hot, humble, open and transparent with one another. And so that we can take down these generational barriers where we keep apologizing for things that we feel we have to when we shouldn't. So today, Dr. Carrie, what would you like to say you're not sorry for? Awesome. So I'm Dr. Carrie Carter Walker, and I'm excited to be here. And I am not sorry for having intentional dialogue. Oh, man. Like, it's so important to move through life and be intentional about every step that you're taking. And when you're intentional about that, things start to open up, things start to change, things in your heart and your mind just. It's just amazing how I'm a believer. So anything that I do, I know it's for some higher calling, some something that God wants me to do. So being intentional now, it's amazing. Like, I'm excited to dive into this conversation. I love it. So let's get started. Like, how did you get to the point that you're like, OK, I have got to stop apologizing and stop like just not having that intentionality with my conversations and talking, just not to talk, but talk to actually listen and have intention with with the conversations right so let me just start with my story that's all right i'm just going to start with who i am who is dr carrie carter walker so i was born in a um very small town um my parents were they got divorced when i was six going through different hurdles in life and trying to navigate was tough. It was very challenging. Like a lot of people growing up thought that my sisters and I had the best life. They were like, oh, y'all got the the money and and y'all have a house and all this. And, you know, that's all fine and dandy. But when you look at a house, you don't know what's going on in that house. In between the ages of six and eight, I was molested by a family member. My older sister was as well. And that situation brought so many insecurities within myself. Uh, man, it's, it's crazy how those insecurities show up in relationships. They show up in your life. They show up in your heart and the way you think and the, what you say to yourself. Um, we also suffered, we, we, um, our house burnt down. Um, and then three months later, a flood came. So we were having to live in a shelter for a short amount of time um, in a hotel room. Then we went to a one bedroom apartment and then we were finally able to kind of get back on our feet. Going through different relationships, um, I had my nose broken when I was in high school with a significant other who just I, I thought was for me. And you go through these different relationships and it's emotional trauma, verbal, physical, 
whatever it may be, and then you're still carrying the weight of that childhood trauma, mm-hmm. you're jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> the way to say it, but you're jacked up and you, you, I was raised in the church. So we were going to church all the time, but it didn't hit home that I really need to release all this to God. And I'm 33 years old right now and I'm still, you know, working through things. But when you really own it, you own all that junk, not necessarily placing blame on yourself, but you just own it. You're like, you know what? I got to work through this. I have Mm -hmm. to I have to be better for the next generation, which brings me to breaking those generational curses um, and and how we're raised and reading the four agreements. I don't know if I could throw that in there. That was a powerful book. I read that twice. And the second time I read it was with my husband and being able to see how our childhood created us and turned us into these human beings that we not necessarily really liked. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't love myself. I didn't love myself. And it was showing up in relationships. It was showing up in my self-talk. And being able to go through therapy, go through trauma therapy, go through marital counseling, and just really start getting back to who I am. I started Mm -hmm. saying and writing my affirmations daily, my gratitude statements. Um, I started meditating and being able to be centered, like right in the right when I wake up, that's what I do. Like I get centered, I get focused for my day so that I can go through life being a better person. Now, of course, you're going to be discouraged and, and those days are going to come. That's just natural because we're flesh. You know, we're humans. We're going to have those experiences. But if you're not doing that in the morning to like get you to, you know, get up and get moving, you know, I, I feel sorry for some people that, that haven't gotten that yet. So my whole purpose in life is just to help young women, women, men. I didn't even realize how many men actually like listen and watch my videos that I post. But it's just about finding who you are and, and start speaking life into your situation and not letting your past dictate who you mm-hmm. are, but let it define who you are. I love, I love that. And that's my past is defining who I am and it's showing up each and every day and the communication I'm having and all the different relationships. It's powerful. So, yeah. I love that. And the thing is, is that the beauty of it too, for you to have that intentional dialogue, you first have to have it with yourself first Mm -hmm. because that's, that's the beauty of even why I did a lot of this unapologetically bold because a lot of people are like, you should be sorry for being a single mom and having a child out of wedlock. Right. Like I'm not. And the reason why is because it put me on the path where I needed to be. Right. It's not, it wasn't mine. Yes. Should it have been that? Did did it make it more difficult on things? Yes. But I'm not sorry for it because there's so much growth in, in that aspect of it. So I'm not, but it also allowed me to have that self-awareness and that intentional dialogue with myself to be like, Oh, shoot, this happened because you don't love yourself. So where did that intentional dialogue happen with yourself? And what was probably the the first thing you're like, oh, I I need to have this conversation within. (laughs) Right. Oh, man, I can't tell you the exact date or time. I'm not one of those people that writes down like, oh, on this date, like, oh, everything changed. But I can just say that I've had moments in my life that were were life changing moments. Mm-hmm. And it was waking up and looking in the mirror and be like, you know what, Carrie, I, I don't like who I see. Mm-hmm. I don't like the interactions that you're having. Um, I don't like the weight that you are right now. I was overweight at a time in my life. I had gone through some like I just 
found myself depressed and and sad and having breakdown after breakdown. Like my best friend, I love her to death. I had a breakdown one day at her apartment before I went to work. Mm-hmm. And she has been there like forever. Like I got to give a shout out to my best friend, Lauren. Like she has been the most incredible person in my life, aside from my husband, of course. But when you get that friend that's ride or die for you and mm-hmm. see you at your lowest and will lift you up no matter what, oh, that's that's like no other. And being able to know I'm the one that's going to break these generational curses in my family. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think my sisters understand, but my older sister, she has three kids. She's a single mom. Mm-hmm. My youngest sister, she actually lost her husband five years ago in a car accident. Very devastating. Like, you know, like just life changing moments in your life and realizing that you have to be a better person so that you can support your sisters. You can be the one that's going to be like, no, y'all, we got to get our stuff together. We mm-hmm. have a higher calling. And when I had that moment, when I looked at myself in that mirror and I said, this is not you. This is not the life God has for you. He doesn't want you walking around broke, defeated, feeling down. When I mm-hmm. had that moment, oh, <laughs> everything changed. And when I, I say everything, everything started to change. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I love the aspect of it. It's the lack of a victim mentality that sometimes that we can harness ourselves in. Because I remember, I remember it lividly that I was actually at a funeral. And this guy said to me, I was pregnant. I was uh, seven months pregnant. He's like, oh, your life's over. Just might as well kiss it goodbye to your kids. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, okay. I don't know how to, I don't know how to take this. But the aspect of it is that transformation came through that. And I had so many people to help me bring me out where at that moment, it could have been a victim mentality. I could have went downhill and I could have owned that dialogue that was said to me. Right. But being intentional with your dialogue, too, I believe on the other aspect, it's about receiving, intentionally receiving what dialogue that lifts you up. So what are some of the you talk about affirmations? What are some of the big affirmations that you've learned to say to yourself or some of the techniques that you've learned to do to be able to receive the correct dialogue and be intentional with receiving it, but also saying it? Um, So I was a part of this um, like this business and they actually introduced it to me. I had never known about affirmations and gratitude statements. And all of a sudden they were like, yeah, like just get a journal. And write down, you know, I'm beautiful. If you don't feel like you're beautiful, um, if you don't feel like you're confident enough, write down, I'm confident. It's almost like a, like the word believe. You have to, you have to continue to lie to yourself in order to really believe in yourself. And so those affirmations, like I was literally writing them down. Like I really don't believe I'm beautiful. I really don't believe that I'm confident. But mm-hmm. after doing that for so often, I started to believe it. And now I mm-hmm. literally have the confidence confidence I need to mm-hmm. help help other people to be able to present myself in a way that people understand like my past is defining who I am and I'm here to help mm-hmm. you. I'm here to uplift you. I am powerful. I am capable. I am abundant. Like we are so powerful. Like when you understand like the power that God puts in you, oh, things change. Things mm-hmm. change forever. Like we were talking about earlier, there's people that go through life with that weight 
that weight on them and they don't know how to release it. But learning affirmations, learning gratitude statements, just waking up, just being grateful for having shelter, having transportation, having a job, because there's so many people right now that don't. Even during this COVID, like there's so many people that are struggling, but you have to be grateful for just the small things mm-hmm. and, and just go through life realizing like, you know, what, God's, God's got me. God's got my back. And so I also incorporate, I read every morning as well. Um, I use the Bible app. I do different plans in there and that's mm-hmm. been life changing and meditating has been life changing. So affirmations are powerful. If you, you have never done them, you need to do them. I actually even wrote a workbook that has affirmations and gratitude statements and things that people can do to figure out what their purpose is in life. So that's what my purpose is. Like, let's get it, get these affirmations in. (laughs) I love it. And we'll put a link of that too in uh, the comments, but we'll also put it on the podcast. We'll put it on the information as well. And the thing that I like about that too is one I found, (laughs) so I have a background in exercise and health science, masters in it, physiology and how the body works. Nice. Uh, one thing that always frustrated me was one of the Bible verses. It was talking about like, hey, don't care about your looks, really. It's just about what's in your mind. And the thing that really got to me is I was doing research on this because I like to look at the science behind everything because in the irony is it usually gets way well, usually it always gets backed up uh, yeah. with principles of my faith. And one thing that I found is called the nun study. And it talks about long story short. Gratitude can increase your life by 17 percent comparative to quitting smoking can only increase it by 5 percent. We preach all these things in the health and wellness side or safety side about eat right exercise. Gratitude literally is like a superpower. Right. It is and it has so much effect on the body and the mind. And so one thing that I found is that it's centered around love. And for us. Love is to be patient, kind, honest and understanding and not boasting ill will. And whenever we're in that capacity of love, it allows us to go back to what you're not sorry for having intentional dialogue. So how has learning to love yourself impacted your future? Mm, Wow, that's a great question. Um, That self-love, that self-talk has opened up so many different opportunities, has shown me that these visions that I'm getting, it's possible. Like being able to increase my faith and really believe in that what I put on my vision board and the things that God has given me to be able to use my talents and my gifts. Like Mm -hmm. when I say I'm not just an assistant principal, y'all, like I do real estate, I do health and wellness, like I have my own coaching business. Like I do a lot of different things because I know that in between my dash, like my dash is my destiny. And I, I talked about this the other day with my team and I was I did a whole like 30 minute or whatnot segment on your dash is your destiny. And whatever you do between your birth date and your death date, that that's controlling your destiny. And everybody has a purpose in life. Every single person has a purpose in life. However, and if I can say this, the enemy can get in and he can take you off and get you to abort that plan that God has for you. But when you start self-talk, you start empowering yourself, you do your affirmations and your gratitude, your prayer, whatever it may be. I don't want to force my religion on anybody, but when you start doing those things, things start changing and your faith increases and that fear and that doubt. And that discouragement, 
it doesn't necessarily go away, but you can learn to talk yourself out of it and it can just mm -hmm. be put to the side, you know? So that right there is everything. Being able to really see my future is everything. I love, and it's the biggest part of, in essence, you're dealing with stress. Yeah. You are like taking that. And that's the one thing that we talk a lot about in health safety aspect of it is that stress is literally the number one killer of ourselves because it's actually really interesting from a physiology, how many things that stress is cortisol in the body and how many things that impact literally almost everything in your body is, is infected by that, that stress. And finding ways to not carry um, those burdens. Yeah. Finding ways to release them. So if you could tell anybody, if you could speak to somebody like right now that is in uh, later in their years, and what would you tell them to be like on the aspect of starting and having intentional dialogue with their self, so that, and, but then also with others about who they are? Mm. It just came to me. Um, forgive yourself. <laughs> like, that's the biggest thing is just forgive yourself. Like, you might be ashamed of something that you might have done. But the first step, like I said earlier, is owning it. When you own it, you can forgive yourself. And then whatever comes next, comes next. But that's the first step. Just say, you know what? Hey, Carrie, I forgive you for everything. I'm learning like now um, through one of my coaches is just to put your hand over your heart and say, I love you and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love you and I'm sorry. And I do it with my mind too. Like I love you and I'm sorry. And once you can do that and you can, you can forgive yourself, that weight starts to be broken down and then you can start walking in your purpose. So yeah, just forgive oh, yourself. It's so true, though. It is because I want to say that was probably my biggest times is where I'm like, oh, I'm I'm forgiven. Like I can do it. Like I can release this. And I was telling you earlier about this, that my son, we were talking about something and um, talking about the weight that we have. And he's really into like Greek mythology and and learning a lot of uh, he just loves that aspect of it. So his thing is Percy Jackson right now. And one of them he's talking about is apparently his name's Atlas. I don't know him, but one of them he carries the the weight of the sky on on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. And how many of us carry weights that just need to be released? And like, yeah. even if you don't have faith in a god or whatever it may be, right. you can still have forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Like you can still in the power of it. Um, I've told this story openly that my husband, I could see whenever we were in our engagement phase that there were some things that he, he needed to forgive his father. Right. And I gave him back his ring, his ring. And I said, I'm not marrying you. I was like, you have got to learn to forgive yourself, but also forgive your father for the, for the sins that he has done because it was generational. He knows it. Yeah. And the power of that one moment of knowing to say, have that intentional dialogue impacted our entire marriage and we've been married seven years um like at the beginning of this month yeah. and so the impact of doing something downstream whenever you feel like it's just like maybe a red flag or maybe something the power of forgiveness yeah is ultimate so i can i'm amen in what you're saying all day long <laughs> because i know the power of, of having those intentional dialogues so that is the other thing 
how do you go about having an intentional dialogue with others and where you can be that hotness, you can be that humble, open and transparent? How do you go about that or how can other people do that as well? So um, how I'm able to like tell my story without being, you know, as emotional is because of the, the affirmations I do, the gratitude I do, the therapy I had to go through and being able to understand that it happened, but you don't have to carry that shame around with you. Like that shame happened and you you carried it long enough. So now it's time to be like, you know what? You're gone. I'm closing the door on you and I'm opening another door to another opportunity. And when I have conversations with my friends or I have conversations with my sisters or any family member or with my husband, I'm open. I'm mm -hmm. humble because I know that the story God is creating for me is all for him. And I had to let that 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 shame go and be able to be open and have those those transparent conversations. Like I love how humble, open and transparent like that. I love that because when you're open and you're real with people, mm -hmm. they will respect you so much more. But when you try to fake it and shake it and you're still holding on to all these things that you keep saying, oh, I've let go of this. I let go of that. And you really have it. People mm -hmm. can see that mm -hmm. people can read through that. And I work as an assistant principal, so I have to be humble, open and transparent with my kids. Like, if not, they're not going to trust me. They're not going to learn from me. And if I'm created here to help somebody, whether it be one person or two people, whatever it may be, I need to be as humble, open and transparent as I can. And closing the door to being ashamed and opening up that door to forgiveness, um, encouragement, love, happiness, joy, like all those beautiful things that. We are required to have. We are we are supposed to have those things in our lives. But so many people think they don't deserve it. But I'm here to tell you, you deserve it. You deserve joy. You deserve happiness. You deserve whatever it is in your life that you want. And you got to go after it. You have to. It is such a blessing to have you on here. I am so thankful for you and so grateful for you. You are a life giver. And I and it's all because of your intentionality to have this hot conversation, to have this dialogue, to be open and honest and be you. So any final last words for me, Dr. Carey? Um, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to come on, share my story and to speak life to whoever might have been on here. But I think just making sure that you're intentional with your words, you're intentional with the words that you speak to yourself, intentional with the words you speak to others. and Forgive yourself. Say, I, I'm happy. I love you. I'm sorry. You move forward in your life and you let those weight, that weight go. Ashamed, being ashamed, being full of guilt, doubt, let it go and say, I'm powerful. I'm beautiful. I'm capable. I'm abundant. Affirm yourself every single day and live the life that God created for you and only you and use your dash as your destiny. I'm Dr. Carrie Carter-Walker, and thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Unapologetically Bold. I'm not sorry for If this touched you in any way, please like and subscribe and share with your friends as we continue the message of being unapologetically bold by being hot humans who are humble, open, and transparent. See you next time.